Thanks for coming back. I'm Tim Page Bodarf, and I'm your host for today. And this is Safe Talk with Safe Start. Up for discussion today is using human factors management in accident or incident investigations, or in other words, blameless investigations. First, we need to decide what we're looking for. If you're looking to get at the real cause of these accidents and incidents, then fine. If, however, you're looking for someone to blame, please just shut down this podcast and blame without me or without Safe Start for that matter. I'll wait. Okay, for those of you that are still with me, you've already come to the realization that no one gets hurt on purpose. So why would it be helpful to blame someone for something they did unintentionally? And that's the sort of thing that has given leaders troubles in the past, looking for someone to blame. And once someone was found, end of investigation. What we need to be is more like coaches and less like safety cops. This is so critical that we listed not to be used in discipline among our five success factors. And in order to be coaches, we each need to know the playbook and in this case, safe start. We need to know that better than the individual players. So before we coach, we must ensure that there is a climate and subsequently a culture that supports this approach. Think about your near misreporting. That is usually a good indicator of climate and culture. If you've had to prop up your near misreporting with incentives or constant pleas for near misreporting, all is not lost, and you can start to impact the climate immediately by focusing on the real cause of human factors and not looking for someone to blame. I was once visiting a client who had a young safety director. They were fresh out of college and had some great ideas. This was not one of them. As you entered into the plant through a turnstile, there was a giant flat screen TV the kind you put brief safety messages on. But this day, it had a picture of a bandaged hand and the caption underneath it said, Accident of the Day. Now, when I talked to the young person about it, they said that they were trying to raise awareness and that they didn't do that with all accidents. Which led to my next question. So, you have the employee's permission to participate. They said, matter-of-factly, I don't need it. And when I pointed out that might be misconstrued as a public flogging, they said, I never identify the individual. And then I pointed out that we all look for the person with the bandaged hand. Bless their heart. They thought this was a great idea. This was a plant where the average age would have been around 45. Needless to say, the kid, air quotes, as he was referred to, wasn't winning any friends or raising any additional awareness. In fact, his attempt to raise awareness was having the opposite effect, increasing distractions by creating a culture of shaming and leading that to frustration. Employees took offense. And I'll bet you, you can tell their near misreporting had a lot to be desired. So my point is, the climate and culture must be right for your coaching. It can be most impactful. 
if your climate is not where you want it to be, you can start turning it around with effective coaching during investigations. If you take the four states and the four critical errors, those cover over 95% of the injuries and mistakes we encounter. And the four critical error reduction techniques almost always would have prevented the injury or the incident. This four by four by four approach can be a wonderful coaching tool. And since we know that the source of the unexpected is primarily in the self area, we can get further as acting as a mentor or a coach. Remember, no one is ever trying to get hurt or making mistakes that cost them time or money. So coaching looks like this. You have an accident or a mistake that primary cause is going to be likely in the self area. Simply ask, what states and errors was that person in? And what critical error reduction technique could have prevented that accident or incident? It's often that all the employee needs. And please understand, discipline has a nice place in safety. But please reserve it to the rule breakers, the procedure violations, and those people that willfully neglect and they're not for honest mistakes. Writing someone up for losing their balance because they were rushed doesn't help them. And it's not long term. There's no sustainability in that. And it won't help your organization get better either. So to get the most out of this no blame approach, ask the person if they would be willing to share their story with other employees. And when they do, remember to cover the states, the errors, and the certs, just as we discussed before with the master story Jack Jackson, a master storyteller, excuse me, Jack Jackson, a few weeks ago. Remember, the question is, at the end of that story, could it have been worse? One global customer even went as far as an employee survey on what frustrates them so that person could fix others that he could not. But what he did was to get everyone in his organization to think about the role frustration plays in accidents or incidents, and in doing so, he bumped up awareness of his employees around the globe. I'm not saying you must do a frustration survey. I'm merely suggesting anything you could do to boost awareness is time well spent. Remember, we're out there to make things better, not worse. The point of SafeStart is to give employees the tools they need to avoid accidents and costly mistakes in real time. Thus, cutting way down on accidents and incidents, therefore cutting down on the number of investigations that are needed. If we come across as beating the employees over the head with SafeStart, employees won't take long to misconstrue this as the same old name, blame, shame game. If you found this helpful, do me a favor and share it with someone. Remember, Safe Start is about preventing the accidents and mistakes you never intended to make in the first place. Also, if you have an idea for a future podcast, please reach out to us. My email is tim at safestart.com. I'd love to talk to you. Again, I'm Tim Page Botter for Safe Talk with Safe Start. Thanks for listening. Until next time, we'll see you down the road.